This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. And I'm still filling in for Sean. Well, look at this. It didn't take too long. The Volkswagen Group allowed Porsche to partially spin off and do its own IPO. And now Porsche is worth more than the VW Group. 85 billion euros in market cap for Porsche to 77 billion for VW. Think about it. A small company that sells about 280,000 cars a year is worth more than its parent company that sells nearly 9 million vehicles a year. As we reported yesterday, VW's CEO, Oliver Bloom, wants all the company's brands to prepare for an IPO. He calls it a training exercise, but that's got some analysts thinking that VW AG may turn itself into a holding company and let each of its brands run themselves independently. Kind of like how General Motors operated from roughly 1920 to 1970 when GM was great. You know, when it comes to new energy vehicles, Chinese automakers are gobbling up market share in their home market. Automakers sold over 478,000 battery electric and plug-in hybrids last month, and 405,000 of them came from Chinese automakers. But Gasgoo Research says foreign automakers tripled their sales of NEVs last month and are starting to fight back in this all-important segment. VW's NEV sales shot up 146% as the ID3 and ID4 and ID6 are starting to catch on with Chinese customers. But Tesla still dominates. It accounts for half of all the NEVs sold by foreign automakers in China. Cars are getting to be too expensive for too many people. Over the last two decades, automakers in the U.S. have priced 5 million households out of the new car market. They have been forced into the used car market, but even used car prices are out of reach for a lot of people. So Stellantis is expanding its CPO, or Certified Pre-Owned Program, in North America. And this is kind of a shocker. It used to only offer CPO vehicles that were one to five years old and had a max of 75,000 miles on the odometer. But the new program, called CPO Go, offers used vehicles from all the brands that are six to 10 model years old and have between 75,000 and 120,000 miles on them. All the vehicles must go through a 125-point inspection program, and they are backed by a three-month, 3,000-mile limited warranty. But it sure is shocking to see what automakers need to do to make used cars more affordable for people who can't afford new ones. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves.
Two to three years ago, when Ford announced that the base price of the F-150 Lightning would be about 40 grand, we were delighted. Well, that was then. Now Ford is raising the price of its entry-level version of the electric F-150 due to, and I quote here, ongoing supply chain constraints, rising material costs, and other market factors. Other market factors? That means they know they can get away with a big price hike. The Lightning Pro will now start at just under $52,000, an increase of another five grand. But if you've already got your order in, they're not going to sock you with that extra cost. And let's stick with Ford for the moment. Its performance division is now offering a calibration kit for the Explorer ST that adds even more power and torque. It takes the SUV's twin-turbo 3-liter V6 from 400 horsepower and 415 pound-feet of torque up to 430 horsepower and 467 pound-feet. It also optimizes the 10-speed automatic and improves throttle response across the rev range. Better still, it does not void the warranty, and the kit itself only costs $825, and it's got its own three-year, 36,000-mile warranty. And speaking of Ford performance vehicles, it revealed the race version of the new Mustang that's going to compete in Australia's supercar series. There's not a whole lot of details about the car, but it will be powered by a production-based Coyote V8 that makes over 600 horsepower. Its first race is the Bathurst 1000, which kicks off this weekend. As for the road-going version of the Mustang Down Under, Australians will be able to get their hands on the seventh-generation Mustang late next year. Geez, you know, as we reported at the top of the show, Porsche does an IPO to become more independent, and the next thing you know, it pals up with Mercedes-Benz. Let me explain. Porsche put out a press release talking all about the extreme importance of aerodynamics with electric vehicles, like at roughly 80 kilometers an hour, that's about 50 miles an hour, aero becomes more important than the rolling resistance of the tires. And that in the WLTP test, wind resistance accounts for 30 to 40% of the losses in an EV, but it's probably more like 50% in real world driving. However, the Porsche press release also dedicates a decent chunk of space to the Mercedes-Benz EQXX concept. Porsche talks quite glowingly about the car and even has quotes from a Mercedes aerodynamics engineer. You never see something like this unless the companies are specifically partnering on a project. But this Mercedes engineer also talks about one of the most interesting ways of reducing aerodynamic drag. He says they're testing how to use vibrations from speakers to influence the separation points for the wind blowing over the body of a vehicle. That acoustic trick reduced the drag coefficient by 7% on an SUV. All cool stuff. But we bet that the people at Audi might be a bit miffed that their sister company, Porsche, is singing the praises of Mercedes-Benz.
Piston heads rejoice. We've got another all-new internal combustion engine to report about. And this one comes from Toyota. It's swapping out the 3.5-liter V6 in the Highlander and replacing it with a new 2.4-liter turbocharged 4. Customers are going to lose some horsepower. The Turbo 4 generates 265 ponies, while the V6 generated 295, but they're going to get more torque. 310 pound-feet for the 4 versus 263 for the V6. Toyota says the new engine will also reduce NOx and non-methane organic gases by 50%, as well as reduce CO2 emissions. And it expects the EPA to rate the 2023 Highlander at 25 miles to the gallon. That's about 1 mpg better than before. You know, we don't hear a lot about new IC engines these days. We already reported on the all-new Inline-6 that's going in the Jeep Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer, but engine experts tell AutoLine that after engines like these make their debuts, they are not aware of any other clean sheet engine designs that are being developed. Automakers will continue to update their existing engines, but they're not designing any new ones. Okay, here's a new word to add to your vocabulary. Fidgetal. Ever hear of that one before? Well, if you haven't, now you're going to start noticing it all over the place. It's about combining the physical and the digital worlds. Fidgetal. And what triggered our reporting on this is that the supplier Hella is bragging about its new Fidgetal Shield that's going on the front ends of eight EV models from unnamed German luxury car builders starting in 2025. Even though they're unnamed, we're pretty sure they're referring to Mercedes, BMW, and Audi. The Fidgetal Shields have sensors embedded in them like radar and sonar, as well as lighting that can create a brand identity. They're actually pretty sophisticated. They're made with eight different layers of plastic and foil, including a polyurethane outer layer that can self-heal. If it gets scratched or pocked with stone chips, the polyurethane will flow to cover that up just by parking the car out in the sunshine. Speaking of suppliers that are coming up with cool technology, that's what we're going to be talking about on AutoLine After Hours this afternoon with Jeff Hemphill, the CTO of Scheffler, which is transitioning from being a traditional ice supplier to becoming a full-blown Bev one. That's going to be a great topic to dive into. Mike Austin, a senior research analyst with GuideHouse, will also be joining the show. So join me and Gary Vasilash for the show that helps you understand the inner workings of the automotive industry. With that, we wrap up today's report, and we thank you for watching. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Experience Dolby Atmos anywhere, anytime. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.